It's time to unify and simplify the IT world. We are here to do that one podcast at a time. I'm Steve. I'm McKay, and welcome to the Interchange IT Podcast. All right, Adam. Adam Buchanan is here. Adam, tell us about your experience at Silicon Slope so far. How's it going? It's great seeing everybody and all the energy here. I've been coming here every year since the beginning, so it's just gotten bigger and it's, uh, it's done well. So tell us what you do. I'm a marketing consultant. I help brands infuse more trust with their customers to increase sales and loyalty. I primarily work with outdoor brands like Hydro Flask, um, worked with Cabela's, Columbia, Ragnar Relay. Yeah, I've done hunting brands and uh, yeah, it's fun. I was going to guess Hydro Flask. Yes, absolutely. I love her. Yes, I love this hat. Hydroflask. You have a Hydroflask? No. You suck. What is a Hydroflask? What? I don't know. I just don't know. Let's break so, it down. So, welcome to podcast host. You know what a Hydroflask <laughs> is? No. What is it? Tell me. You, you, know, Yeti, you know what a Yeti Steve. tumbler is? Yes, I do. This is better. Okay. Why is it better? So, Hydroflask is a double walled vacuum sealed construction which keeps things hot longer and cold longer and they're sleek there's there's i like i love their colors their design is incredible so check out hydroflash you got to check it out i will i will absolutely yeah you see those water bottles they carry around yeah all the metal all the college students i mean they got their cotopaxi Uh, back they're like writing their novels as they're walking down the street speaking into their airpods it's riding your one wheel riding their one wheel (laughs) all right so um Silicon Slopes, what are you here to see or who are you to talk to? Are you just here to like pick out the vibe or what? You know, tech has become so big in Utah. I've watched it grow and it's just fun to be here. It's fun to see what people are up to and it's great to connect with old friends and colleagues and see what new brands are up to. There's a lot going on. So this is your first Silicon Slopes? This is my third. I've been coming every year. How's it changed? So I came last year. This yeah, is last totally year was different. Our first year, and it's way different even than last year. I love year. that they've they've closed the doors, so you're not supposed to be able to come in here. But this is packed. I know. I had to give a I had to give a blood sample to get in this room. Uh, so security has gotten tighter. Yeah. Um, I had to give a, a stool sample, which was uh, different. That wasn't security. Oh, that was not. <laughs> no. Crap! Who did I give that to? Crap is right. Crap is right. <laughs> Dang it. I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, you know, so much has changed. They've done a good job. The the word has gotten out. I mean, what was it? First year was 2,000 people. Now it's 20,000. So they've done a good job. I think just also, you know, telling the story of what's really happening, not just, out, you know, inside this event. Uh, just the education. You know, I, I've got four kids, and I love to hear all the things happening in education, getting, you know, coding into kids' hands sooner. That's exciting. I love to see it. So, do you do any coding? I don't. Yeah, I, I wish I did. I Me wish too. I did because it's like the hot thing. Like, so, so where do you think um, the outdoor space, which you primarily plan, fits into this whole ecosystem? Do you think it's like a rising, rising tide lifts all boats kind of thing, or, or are they totally mutually independent of one another? I think they're independent, but we are seeing some pretty cool things happening in technology. Like, I, I'm a hunter and I shoot, I shoot bow primarily. And there's this new knock that they're coming out with that's, um, you know, easy to retrieve your arrow. 
uh, by Bluetooth. It's simple. It's not crazy deep technology like we're seeing here. Yeah. But I see one convergence with technology at retail space, especially, is how we shop now. Uh, big retailers like Cabela's are adopting really in-depth, you know, shopping experiences. They're doing a better job with that. But they've got a long way to go. I'd say the outdoor industry is pretty far behind. I think if there was a convergence, they could learn a lot from each other um, because tech can bring a lot of awareness very quickly where outdoor has this really strong message of conserving public lands, but it's hard to get the word out, right? And, and also attracting more and more consumers to the outdoor industry because truthfully, it's literally dying. Like people are dying off. So I think you know both could serve each other well, but right now they're independent, absolutely. So let me ask you this. Do you think that there are companies in that outdoor space that are simply not as, because I think of a company like Cabela's and I think like they're big, they're probably super sophisticated in the way they use data and the way they analyze the data to grow their business. You seem to be indicating like in that space that's not necessarily true just because of the age of some of those companies or, or the non-techie background of some of those folks? The, no, the data analyzation is pretty strong, especially with what they know about their customer. No, they're very advanced in that part. But I think you know how they make products, how they could really expand to some bigger opportunities with how those products are made and how people experience oh, them. Oh, interesting. I think there's... So more on the consumer facing side. I think on the side. consumer, like CPG side, for sure, I think there's big opportunity. On the back end, oh no, they're very intelligent companies, very smart. But they've got to stay, you know, they got to keep on those trends as well, especially as how volatile, you know, apparel is, just, you know, consumer buying in general, they've got to stay on top of that. That makes sense. I think that, um, so, and that makes a lot of sense when you explain that, because you're right, like, very little has changed. I shouldn't say very little. There could be quicker change in terms of things like hunting tech or camping tech, and it seems like maybe they're not, the manufacturers aren't thinking through, how can we incorporate tech into all these different things we're doing? Yeah, for sure. Like, Columbia Sportswear has 355 owned patents, and they've done some great work, but, you know, one of their head scientists who runs all their innovation He's like, it's amazing to me that we still, you know, use a zipper down the middle of the front to put on our jackets. It's like, why aren't we thinking, you know, outside of that? Because other than that, we're just coming out with new colors and maybe some breathability, maybe some different you know, materials, different materials, like more, you know, conservation focus, which is smart and it's good. But like, there's just so much more there, I think. And well, if you were to talk to companies like that, you know, five years ago, adding tech was okay, let's add a pocket for your MP3 player. Right. You know, and it's so much more than that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you, what are the biggest th innovations you're seeing in that space? Maybe it's apparel or maybe it's like gear, outdoor gear. What are the things that you're seeing that are like, oh, that's cool? One thing that I'm seeing is that they're converging two purposes in one product. So consumers are being more thoughtful about where they spend their money and what they spend their money on. So like for Vortex, for example, they're an optics company. They make a binocular that now has a rangefinder capability within the binocular. It's been around for a while, but it's been a little bit untouchable. So they brought that price point down, which I think is, you know, very approachable for the you know, average consumer. Uh, other technology, like I said, you know, being able to track your arrow uh, with Bluetooth technology. It's, yeah. It seems pretty old, but like that's just coming around. Like that's a big deal, you know, for hunters where they're like, wow, this is amazing. It's like. You know, tech would have been like that would have been one of the first things they did. Like Bluetooth, give me a break, right? But it's 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 almost That's two completely different silos of the world, right? And and it's not that tech guys aren't into outdoor stuff. Right. It's just like they take off one hat and they put on this other hat, 
and 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 very rarely do they say, hey, let's let's track my arrows with Bluetooth. That's a good point, though. Yeah, but you know, local Why don't golf balls have that. Well, what does Top Golf have? Because they have some sensor in there, right? I mean, that's a yeah. good point. Yeah, but. Uh, one company to look at locally, uh, check out what Snowbird Resort is doing. My buddy over there, Dave Amaral, runs marketing. And when you look at how technology is being integrated into the consumer experience, he has done an incredible job with that team over there. Um, just the tracking behind the system, you know, behind the scenes, sure. and then just the experience as you go into the, the resort and, and walk around. They've just brought technology where you know, high-def cameras, capturing sunset and sunrise photos, making those available in real time. Right. Like, this is stuff that may feel like, oh yeah, it's been around forever, but you know, to, but to see outdoor and tourism companies actually bring it to life, there's a lot of opportunity there. So I think tech needs to not sleep on the outdoor industry. There, there's opportunity there. What, what do you think, and I know this isn't outdoor, but I think a lot of people have highlighted what Traeger's done. Yeah. And, and mm, taking an industry that is, has not been tech related at all to suddenly making that like... Did you download the app yet? I did, actually. There you go. They people, made ribs cool again. Right. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and it feels like there's that level of disruption that could happen in the outdoor apparel space or the outdoor gear space where somebody takes an industry that... It's like, how do you grow that and make it a technology company and replicate that model? Yeah, people need to remember, too, when, when Traeger made that move to you know, manage your, your smoking capabilities from your phone, the shareability that came from that is so strong because you go on Instagram, you go on social media, yeah, wherever. taking pictures of oh, food. This, I mean, this is my, like my brother-in-law. He's right here. I first thing I do when I throw a, a, a rack of ribs down the Traeger is send a message out to my family. Say, hey, guess what I'm doing? Yes. <laughs> I know it's a very shareable, uh, yeah. you know, thing. But people take screenshots of their, you know, their progress of, you know, and mm -hmm. then that's what goes on their Instagram stories. And it's like. People need to remember technology is also a shareable conversation. It's not just, oh, I can do this with my phone now. It's, a, point. it's a word of mouth marketing opportunity. So what that means is your customers are just talking about you without being asked to. That's really cool. I mean, that's money directly into the pocket of Traeger uh, without them having to go spend more money in ads, more videos, even more technology. They just invested once. So and I don't know the answer to this, but I listened to the Dan Patrick show. Oh, yeah. And every Friday, they have Meat Friday, where they cook something on their Traeger. Yeah. And they literally have people call in who have written songs, like parody songs, about cooking meat on Traegers. And it's, it's literally like their whole show is a three-hour advertisement for Traeger. I have no clue if Traeger initially paid them and no longer does, if they can. Well, what's, to. what's fascinating, too, is there used, to be, there used to be this snobbery in smoking, like they're like, oh, you don't really smoke meat, you're on a Traeger. And that's, that's yeah. gone away. That's gone away. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there's still like the, yeah, I, I throw in like applewood logs on the, on the smoker, but, but, but it's now the standard. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go buy my bag of pellets. Yeah, they, they branded smoking meat. It's not called, oh, I'm going to go throw it on my camp chef. It's even people with a camp chef. I'm going to go trigger this chicken. I'm going to go trigger this chicken until, you know. Well, and yeah. before, if you were to trigger a chicken, you'd get arrested for that. You would get arrested, at least you in 17 spend states. You some time in federal prison. You know, you know where you wouldn't get arrested? Because they have no standards. Missouri. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh. <laughs> we hate Oklahoma on Swing the podcast. Ouch. So, so, yeah. You'd, really you'd for no it. reason. 
Yeah, it's just unwarranted. All right, cool. So any <laughs> any innovations that you are surprised? Like you mentioned the zipper thing. Are there other examples of that where you're like, wait, we still do it that way? I know. Like, I, I, just how insulation works. I'm, you know, it's still like they're trying to make it lighter. They're trying to make it more efficient. I mean, you, you throw on a Patagonia jacket and how thin those are. Yeah. You know, that's been a nice innovation, but I think there's still work to be done there where... But look, look, but look how long we had the water bottle, right? We had the water bottle forever. Then we had the Nalgene bottle and then Hydroflask. Like that vacuum technology came out and it's it'll change your life. I can put in my Hydroflask a warm hot chocolate, piping hot hot chocolate, leave it in my car, go skiing, come back, that's come right. back, and it's still not piping hot maybe, but it's warm and the perfect temperature to drink after right. after skiing. So my my daughter asked me if she could use my hydro flask the other day because she wanted to bring hot water to school and then pour it on top ramen in front of all of her friends. And now that's the new hot thing in schools. Oh, there you like go. making your own little to see top how ramen. long that it'll stay hot. Yeah, and she's like, Dad, it's amazing. It works. And I'm like, Heck yeah. yeah, it works. It'll work for up to six hours. So yeah, no, that's a great example. I mean, that evolution. I mean, now jeans are and they're. You don't see those. The only reason you take Nalgene is if you're backpacking. I yeah. do Nalgene because I, you know, you don't want to bang around a hydro flask. Um, but you know, if, if I need something real lightweight that I can just, if I drop it in the stream or down the cliff, yeah. You know, I don't want to drop my hydro flask. But, but your hydro flask, I mean, that's on your insurance policy, so you don't want to lose that. It's like <laughs> a, it's like a member of the family. It is. Right. My sister, Mike's wife over here, uh, my sister takes her hydro flasks very seriously. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How much do they cost? They're not cheap. I mean, price point's probably 35 40 bucks. Yeah. Wow. But honestly... It's an know, heirloom. They, <laughs> the colors, the design, everything. Pass them uh, down. It's, it's worth getting a, another mortgage for. No, they're yeah. great. I love them. Yeah. They're really... Like a Traeger, though. They're this like a Traeger. I mean, it's... It's, you're it's buying the Traeger in, of water bottles. Exactly. And people don't say water bottle anymore. They say hydroflask. I mean, they've branded... That's great. ...mobile hydration. I mean, and... That's and impressive. it's funny because they're they're they they solve the problem that Camelback couldn't do. I mean, Camelback was great because it was portable, and you could sneak illicit drinks into a football game. <laughs> but you it was they weren't cold. Oh no! no. And it would it's, get hot so fast if you were outside, like so fast. Well, and I do, I've done winter camping, and that hose, the Camelback hose, it freezes, freezes. right up. Yeah, That's a good point. it's so this is this is I'm pulling up a hydro flask here on the computer so you can see them, but it, it's like these bottles oh, and yeah. tumblers yep. and. Yeah, yep, seen those yeah, everywhere. Absolutely. All right, so cool. Um, five years. Predict for us where Silicon Slopes is and where the outdoor retailer space is. In the eighth year, you you come to Silicon Slopes. What will it be like? I think there's going to be more national presence. I think it's going to be a biannual meeting. I don't think it's going to be annual anymore. And then I think they're going to make chapters, uh, like they have chapters now, but those are going to be spread out where. Um, it, like Silicon Slopes is going to be a, a brand not just tied to Utah. It's going to be national, and it's. But Utah will be the headquarters. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And then outdoor space, where's that? Is it just more integration with tech? Is it? How has it changed in five years? Uh, the hunting in twenty twenty four. The hunting and fishing industry with outdoor, there's going to be there's an early convergence happening now, and the benefit of that is that we get to talk, the, you know, share the story of public lands and be able to protect those lands because those two groups need to come together because the money really sits in hunting fish. Truthfully. You know, it's it's crazy because I so I grew up on a cattle ranch in southern Utah and grew up hunting, and the thing that's funny is that group, which is often maligned, I think, by like the 
backpacking crowd and, and that crowd, they actually are totally aligned on like 97% of things. Absolutely. And yet both parties focus on the 3% where they're not. No, and they both like, shoot animals. One does it with a camera, one does it with a 30 out 6 But no, in all seriousness, like, <laughs> it, it's unbelievable to me because we were so aligned with the... Well, you talk to, you talk to some people and they're like, those hunters are back in here and they're ruining everything. I'm like, no, no one wants... I don't know a single hunter who wants to ruin the space they're hunting because they want to hunt there right. for years to come. That's right. They want their grandkids there. They want multi-generational experiences to happen. But you also see the same thing, like, oh, these backpackers come through here and uh, scare yeah. off all... Yeah. Like, no, they want to see the animals, too. Right. I will say that is, is dying off in my space. Good. I, I'm seeing Good. the less of the, uh, oh, the truck coming up with the big orange vest because hunting is changing a lot, too, where people are becoming more primitive. Guys like me... Going through midlife crisis is at age Muzzle 35. Muzzle and you know, I'm I'm moving to archery because I want that more primitive experience, and it's amazing. It's fun. I mean, there's something there's something awesome about releasing a, an arrow and let it just like I did that. Yes, absolutely. I just shot 90 yards the other day, oh, and nice. I'm feeling really excited yeah. about hunting. Season. What weight are you pulling? 70. Woo! I so, can tell. Yeah, I I um, <laughs> I'm gotten shape in the last two months and not messing around. It's going to be no. a fun year. That's do you, great. Do you, ever, do you shoot a bow? No, I don't. I don't shoot a bow. I shoot a 270 when I hunt. Oh, yeah, that's a good round. Yeah, yep. All right, hey, well, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Appreciate it. That was a good discussion, man. Thanks for joining and, us. And if I can give a shout-out to my podcast, it's The Marketing Trust. Love it. The Marketing, the Marketing Trust. Trust. Thank All you, right, sir. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Change IT podcast is brought to you by Avanti, a software company that helps you succeed in every aspect of your job, including operational IT security, asset management, service management, and supply chain management. Find out more at Avanti.com.